Welcome back to MedMike, a weekly podcast dedicated to discussing the latest medical topics which affect you right in your own community. Your host, Mike Rodriguez, is a board-certified family physician in Ashburn, Virginia, who interviews experts in various fields of medicine to bring you up-to-date quickly on medical topics that you can use right away. Well, there's no doubt about it, summer has arrived, and the beach is on our mind, and so should be sunscreen. Certainly, it's been in the news a lot lately, and a lot of people are wondering about uh, what the latest is on sunscreen. There's been a lot of talk about safety and we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Certainly the FDA is uh, looking into sunscreen and the safety and efficacy of uh, sunscreen. It really, as we know, is considered to be a drug. It is uh, definitely something that is regulated, and we want to talk a little bit about that today. So over the next seven minutes or so, I'm going to bring you up to speed on sunscreen. Okay, so we all know that we're going to be using sunscreen to protect ourselves, but what are we really protecting against? Well, it turns out that we're protecting against ultraviolet radiation. Who knows what ultraviolet radiation is? It is uh, wavelengths that come from the sun that are not quite as small as or tiny as x-rays, but a little bit smaller than visible light. So it's in that electromagnetic spectrum, and these rays will penetrate into your skin, and they can damage the skin, and they can cause skin cancers. So this is why we care about them so much. Let's break down the types of ultraviolet radiation. There's two, so it's pretty easy, UVA and UVB. Let's start with UVA. UVA rays do not burn the skin, or at least not visibly burn the skin, uh, but they do damage the skin and they penetrate pretty deeply. UVB rays, uh, on the other hand, do burn the skin. So we all know the effects of UVB rays pretty well when we get a sunburn. UVB rays, fortunately, are filtered uh, quite a bit by uh, the glass in our cars, or um, just glass in general. When you're tra- when you're traveling, uh, you, you know, pilots will uh, not get burned necessarily when they're flying, but they certainly can get UVA rays, and UVA rays uh, do penetrate the glass um, of a windshield, and uh, they do penetrate deeper than the UVB rays. So while you can't get a burn from UVA rays, they certainly can damage your skin um, and both can cause cancers. And this is what we are fighting. Okay, so now that we know what we're fighting against here, which is ultraviolet radiation, it would seem to be that the best way to protect against it is to not be exposed to it in the first place. So really, before you even think about sunscreens, think about seeking shade. That's right. So between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. are the times in which you're most likely to get uh, most uh, ultraviolet radiation. So that'd be the time that you don't want to hang outside if you're trying to prevent uh, UV exposure. Second of all, you can dress to protect yourself by wearing uh, lightweight long sleeve shirts, pants, wide brim hats, sunglasses. And make sure that you get good quality sunglasses as well because sometimes sunglasses uh, which do not offer protection against UV radiation can just simply dilate the eyes and make the situation worse. But that's for another day. Last thing again is to apply sunscreen. And we'd really just in general say want to apply something with SPF 30 or greater as recommended by, by most doctors. Next is understanding the types of sunscreens that exist. There are two. There's chemical sunscreens and physical sunscreens. And I'm going to break this down pretty quickly and easily for you. 
The chemical sunscreens act like a sponge. They allow you to absorb the sun's rays and, uh, and, and process that way. The physical sunscreens, there's really only two main types of physical sunscreens. Um, th that would be zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. Um, they act as a shield and they just sit on the skin's surface and deflect the sun's rays. All right, so those are the two types that exist. And it turns out that the physical sunscreens, uh, the titanium and the zinc oxide, uh, are considered safe by the FDA. They have used this designation called GRACE, G-R-A-S-E, generally regarded as or recognized as safe and effective. And physical sunscreens, again, titanium dioxide and zinc oxide, are both GRACE, generally uh, regarded or recognized as safe and effective. The chemical sunscreens, on the other hand, and this is where the FDA has really started to yeah, place a little more scrutiny on sunscreens, has begun to say, hey, we need to look into this a little bit more. So later in the year, by November 26th of this year, they will uh, hopefully uh, have some more clarification on as to uh, which of, of the uh, chemical sunscreens are considered grace or safe and effective. So for now, you probably want to stick to, as much as you can, the physical sunscreens, again, anything containing titanium or zinc. Now, how do you recognize a physical sunscreen? Well, those are the ones that typically leave sort of a white, almost a greasy look. And they do sit on top of the skin, so they're very easily recognizable. Now, does this mean that we shouldn't be using the chemical sunscreens? Um, the answer is no, not really. We just don't know for sure what the final recommendation is going to be. But at this point now, the FDA is recommending, and so are dermatologists, uh, to continue to use the sunscreens which are available. There are two sunscreens that um, have been uh, considered not grace, meaning that these things should not be used. And these two ingredients are PABA, that was really uh, widely used uh, previously in a lot of cosmetics uh, and sunscreens, and tolamine salicylate. So both of these two ingredients, PABA and tolamine salicylate, fortunately are not uh, sold legally, at least in the United States at this point right now. So we don't have to really worry so much about uh, that. But um, again, we're going to want to keep our eyes out for the uh, FDA's final ruling coming hopefully later in the year. Let's talk a little bit about the lingo of sunscreens. First of all, SPF, SPF ratings. Generally, again, uh, doctors will recommend an SPF 30, uh, which means that it blocks out about 97% uh, of the uh, sun's UVB rays. So when we're talking about an SPF or sun protection factor, um, we're talking about how much of the UVB rays are being blocked. Uh, that's the, uh, the SPF rating. And what we generally say is that if someone's skin could get burned in, let's say, 20 minutes, an SPF 30 is going to offer about 30 times that protection, or about 10 hours um, uh, equivalent protection. Now, this doesn't mean that you can put this on and you're protected for 10 hours by any stretch, but that's basically the way the sun protection factor rating goes. So an SPF 15, this is interesting, an SPF 15 will give you a, a protection of about 93% of the sun's UVB rays, and an SPF 30 will give you about 97% of the UVB rays. I didn't know that. I always thought that it offered me uh, twice the protection, but apparently it does not. Uh, 
And it's important to know that no sunscreen can filter out 100% of the sun's UVB rays. Next is the term waterproof sunscreen. There actually is no such thing, and there is the nomenclature doesn't provide for that. We don't uh, say that a sunscreen is waterproof. Rather, we would say it's water resistant. And this means that the sunscreen will stay on wet skin for approximately 40 minutes or so. And uh, then if it stays on for 80 minutes, it's called, wait for it, very water resistant. That's right. So remember that while sunscreen is typically thought to offer protection for up to 120 minutes or two hours, 40 to 80 minutes whenever you're in the water. And you know, that also applies as well whenever you're toweling off. You're coming out of the water, you also have to reapply the sunscreen as well because toweling off will take off some of the sunscreen. How about sunscreen for young children and infants? Well, let's think about this one carefully. It's generally accepted that uh, under the age of six months, you really shouldn't be placing children in a situation where they need sunscreen. If you're, if you're placing them in, an, in a situation where they will be exposed to the sun significantly, that is placing them at a lot of risk uh, in a lot of different ways. So typically we say under age six months, best not to even broach that whole topic of having them in, a, in an area like that where they're going to be exposed to ultraviolet radiation. Over age six months, sure. Then we think about uh, applying some of the sunscreen uh, principles that we're using for older children as well. How about sunscreens that off, also offer insect repellent? And, you know, the American Academy of Dermatology actually recommends looking for a sunscreen uh, separate from using insect repellent. And part of that reason is because applying more sunscreen can actually be a good thing. Uh, we also want to minimize insect repellent as, as much as possible. Certainly, it can offer a lot of protection against mosquitoes and yeah, there's a lot of risk and benefit there to be balanced, but uh, generally we try to keep those two separate. Okay, so now we know quite a bit about sunscreen at this point. We know why we're using the sunscreen. We know what we're fighting against here, which is ultraviolet rays, UVA and UVB, again, B for burn, but also UVA rays, which can cause damage. What kinds of sunscreen should we use? Well, certainly I'm not here to recommend and nor am I recommending any sunscreens in particular, but certainly uh, Consumer Reports does do such a thing. And some of the top rated lotions would include La Roche-Posay and Thelios SPF 60 and Bullfrog Land Sport Quick Gel SPF 50, Coppertone SPF 70, Walmart even has a product in there called Equate SPF 50. Some of the sprays, surprise are here, Trader Joe's SPF 50, Banana Boat, Sun Comfort, SPF 50. Even CBS has an offering in there with their Health Beach Guard Clear Spray SPF 70. So there are a lot of different ones that are out there. Certainly some of the names may be surprising because they're not designer. Uh, but, uh, and it's not always what you get. Uh, what you pay for is what you get. So um, you may want to take a look at Consumer Reports again and see what they have to say. So uh, make sure you pick a quality sunscreen. So let's put this whole thing together. We know which sunscreens we need to look for and what kinds we should uh, try to purchase. How do you apply it? Well, basically you wanna get a sunscreen, again, that's SPF 30 or greater, as I have mentioned before. You want something that gives you broad spectrum coverage, and that's another code word for UVA and UVB protection. You wanna apply it generously before you go outdoors. Let that soak in for about 15 minutes before you really actually need the protection. And you wanna put on about one ounce which interestingly enough, the uh, American Academy of Dermatology basically says uh, use a shot glass 
amount of sunscreen to cover your whole body and rub that thoroughly into your skin. And then, uh, of course, try to uh, make sure that you cover skin with clothing as much as you possibly can. I probably should add one more item about clothing because there is a common belief that clothing will offer 100% protection against UV rays, and that's not true. Clothing protection is rated using something called UPF, or ultraviolet protection factor, and a factor of 25 means that only 1 25th of the ultraviolet radiation will pass through. So in other words, 4%, 1 divided by 25. A UPF of 50 means that um, 1 50th of the ultraviolet radiation passes through, or 2% gets through. So the higher the number, the better the protection. Genes offer something like 1,700, uh, a UPF of 1,700. So you can imagine that only 1 in 1,700 uh, you know, uh, amounts of, of ultraviolet radiation actually get through genes. Not sure how uh, useful that would be when you're going to the beach. But uh, suffice it to say that a t-shirt is going to offer you maybe somewhere in the range of uh, UPF of 5 to, to 20, depending upon what kind of t-shirt you're talking about. So it'll help, but it's not 100% protection. So there you have it. You're prepared for the summer. Let me know what you think. Uh, as always, I would look forward to getting your comments and suggestions and uh, take a look at the links that I have as well and uh, let me know your thoughts. Please remember as always to consult your physician when you have any questions or concerns about your health at any time. We're offering this podcast here solely as just general information and uh, always uh, appreciate your feedback at any time. Have a great week.